0: are we ready to be good or is everyone good to good,
1: being good? the stream yeah. is up the stream is going let's go and we're not losing quality do i sound like shit
0: no you, you sound mean, fine
2: not more shit than always
0: <laughs> oh. Oh. oh welcome to the good games podcast my name is james
1: i'm leo and i'm justin
0: Hey, I can see you guys. Yeah. Whoa. Look at that. Look at those hands. Hopefully, everyone can also see us.
2: That feels weird.
0: There's yeah. video now. We've this upgraded.
2: It was better when it was just audio, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: now we're going <laughs> to see each other's reactions. has
0: got worse. Yeah. Uh, it only took us 50 episodes, but we're now have vid- we now a video podcast. Look at that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, we have a very, very special. This is our fiftieth episode. This is a very special show. Woo. We are talking about the highly anticipated, at least by me, Final Fantasy oh, VII by many remake people. by many people.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. And then later we're going to talk about our personal favorite games of all time. It's going to be a. Uh, it's going to be a good show. Yeah. Strap in. We're excited. Uh, yeah. Let's let's fucking do it.
2: First so, of all, hold yeah. on. Yeah, fifty episodes.
0: I yeah, mean, that's, wow. Yeah, that's, that's
2: that's a big deal.
0: That's about forty nine too many.
2: Yeah, we got to start thinking about actually getting serious about this podcast. Right?
0: Now. Yeah. Yeah. I, we we weren't before. I
2: don't know that was that was the joke.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: Anyway, Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, this is a big game. Big game for a big podcast episode. Let's go.
0: Um yeah. Yeah, so, holy crap, this has been a long time in the making. Uh, yeah. This was revealed at, what, e- E3 2014 or 2015? Yeah, a long, time a long, long time. It's been a long time. Long time. And just nothing for years.
2: Wasn't it years. rumored before that, too? Wasn't there, like, some, like... Uh... There
0: was a lot of rumors for a long time. There was rumors that they were doing it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it was it was news to <laughs> even a lot of the developers at Square when they saw the E3
2: really. Uh,
0: cuz they had absolutely nothing. They were still in like super pre-production on the game when that when that trailer showed. So everyone was like, "What the hell?"
2: Oh, yeah. I um, don't know we were doing this.
0: So, yeah. Uh-huh. They probably they they obviously showed that trailer way 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 too early because it was, you know, it's it's been 5 years. Yeah five long years since that trailer uh, there was even rumors I think at tw- in 2017 or 2018 I think
2: there was rumors
0: that because um, they they had contracted another studio I think cyber connect 2 or something like that was the name of the studio uh, that they uh, saw the the work that was done by that studio and was like uh eh, no and then I scrapped the game and completely started over which I don't know how much of that is true but uh anyway
2: based on how long it took I would that yeah. would not surprise me
0: Yeah, yeah, it has been a long time coming. We we now live in a world where Final Fantasy VII remake exists. Yeah, Uh, yeah, holy crap! What did you guys think of this game?
2: Good. Well, very good. um, It's a good game. I mean, look. I mean, before we it's very general, (laughs) very general question. Overall review of the game. I mean, let's just talk about a few things out of the gate, right? Everyone can. I mean, first of all, the game is gorgeous. The game is holy crap. Yeah, visually, wow, right? Wow. Uh, Wow. Not only is it impressive from a technical perspective, uh, technical specifications and everything like that, but like, it's cool just to see these characters that we used to, you know, in Final Fantasy VII original game, they were just like blocky, you know, shitty 3D models, and now I mean, their hair is flowing in the wind and stuff. Yeah, Yeah,
0: it's insane. The hair physics, like, if you get the camera tight on some of the models, in some of the scenes, you can see, like, little peach fuzz on their, like, cheeks and stuff. There's pores. Freckles. The detail is next level. Uh, It's pretty crazy.
1: Especially Midgar. Like, I actually Mm -hmm. feel like I'm there, and it feels like a place, and it feels like a place that could actually be real, in a sense.
2: Yeah. Like, just seeing all the... So much fucking detail they put into this game. Like, my God. That might have been like, you know, half of their development time was just... Yeah.
1: On like, I just... Visuals. I look at a pipe, and just like a pipe alone, like, has just like...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Every texture, every <laughs> yeah. detail, every bump. It just, it's, it's nuts. It's like, I, I can't even imagine how you could put all that detail into the game and being able to look into the like horizon and see like, you know, uh, the reactor explosion and it all looks like part of the background. It doesn't look like it's something that's like a flat image. It actually looks there. And it's, it,
2: that, that oh. was actually one of the most impressive things to me visually was looking out in the distance, like looking at the skyline and, you know, and seeing the top side above you, like you, you can like, You have the sense of, like, you're in the small section of this larger world. They did that very well.
0: Because in the original, in Final Fantasy VII, it's just a fixed camera perspective. And most of the time in Midgar, the camera is, you know, up top looking down at your characters. So one of the crazy things about Remake is you now have free control of the camera. You can look up at the, like, plate above you to see, like... the. Like, that was crazy being in Sector 7 and you see, like, the upper plate of Midgar. Yeah. Uh, and the way that looks, like, both at night and during the day. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah.
1: It did make me curious yeah. that, like, during the day, does Midgar actually get light? And I guess it does. Like, it actually yeah. comes in, I guess it Playing, comes in from the sides.
2: Being in Midgar at, the, at daytime was weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah that yeah. alone was a interesting part.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, visually, too, like, particle effects and everything flying and when you're, yeah. like, fighting and, and stuff. Um,
0: oh, my God, yeah. The, the particle effects are crazy-looking
2: in the comments.
0: Yeah, oh.
2: yeah. Visually, just a very, very beautiful game. Um, yeah. Um, and I would say another thing that, like, is a given, um, but maybe James has. I know he's, he's a little bit of an audiophile in games. So, music-wise, I found to be very enter- entertaining the way they remixed some of the... Songs and have recreated some of the songs and stuff.
0: Hell yeah. I am yeah. all about now. Okay. The original final fantasy seven soundtrack is like sacred to me. So yeah. I was really, really worried. And I think I expressed this concern in, um, in our, one of the previous episodes where we talked about the original game and I was like, <laughs> like, please don't mess up the soundtrack. Um, cause like the ones the the songs in the demo were like good, but safe. Like, there wasn't anything, you know, wildly uh, different from the original sound. It, it stayed pretty close to the original. Yeah. Um, and there is a mix of that in the sound. There's a mix of, you know, let's stay pretty close to what the original track was. Some of my favorite tracks in the Final Fantasy VII remakes, uh, Remake were the ones where they were like, no, nah, fuck it, let's do something crazy with this. Uh, like, the, um, the, uh, the Wall Market... Um, I think it's yeah. called I think the original track is called Oh, I can't remember what the original track is called. It's not under the rotting pizza. Anyway, it's um the bum 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 bum. In the remake they reimagined that as like a dubstep like hip hop. Yeah, yeah. And it's you like
2: you I... you can still just like just hear the melody, right?
0: I can't un. I cannot when I hear the original track now. I cannot unhear the dubstep version. Right. Like, I really, really liked that that interpretation of that song. Uh, that that was a good one.
2: And is it just me though? I, it, I mean, I feel like I, I don't know what the soundtrack looks like on paper. Like, as far as like all the tracks in this game, but it seems like there were times where I almost was expecting a certain track to start in a certain part of the game. And I didn't hear, it, but I didn't notice. I didn't hear it, and they were playing maybe just some other kind of instrumental orchestra or whatever. And then suddenly the classic track that I expected would kick in. Oh and man! And I was and I yeah. was like, oh yeah, okay. oh that felt this so game good. This
0: does that so much. It, it just yeah. like withholds, and then it's like, bam! We're gonna hit you with the nostalgia,
2: real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I like that a lot. Yeah, my favorite instance
0: of that. Was in uh, the first time you go into Don Corneo's mansion, mm-hmm. they play like an interlude of Don Corneo's theme, but it like fades into this like new version of it. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, did they like reinterpret Don Corneo's theme? Like, it sounds weird. Like, oh, that's not the right thing. But then later on, when you come back and you're, you know, you've you've cross dressed as Cloud, you're in the thing. Then they hit you with the yeah. full like da 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 And da, 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 da. <laughs> I was like, YES!
2: it makes yeah. makes It's so yes! much more impactful when you finally yes! hear that. You're like, oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I was a big fan of the of the visuals and the music, um, voice voice acting. Um, not in particular the lines, but the quality of the um, actors doing the voices. I thought was really really good. Yeah,
0: same. Same. Yeah. Same. I was afraid of Barrett just because Barrett is such an over-the-top character and was kind of a stereotype in the original. I think they kinda nailed it. Like they walked they walked the line between staying true to that character and like not being an outrageously like angry stereotype. Like I, I think that actor found the the good middle line there. That that was good. Um Cloud was good. Cloud was very, Cloud had a couple lines that made me laugh out loud.
2: There's um, a lot of lines, and that's why I, I I I definitely I have like a pros and cons list, and there are yeah. things in my yeah, cons. Yeah. And the voice voice acting is in my pros. Voice mm-hmm. lines is definitely in my cons.
0: There there's hit and miss with the voice lines. Yeah. There's some there's some that is good and some that is yes. clunky. Yes. Um yeah, there's some well, things
1: that seem out of place or like they were trying to yeah. re input the same lines from the original game, and they're like. Eh, yeah. With voices, that doesn't sound so great.
2: <laughs> that was the thing, right? There's definitely some parts like... It's like if this was just text, it would be much more passable. But I think because it is voiced, it makes it worse. Yep. Yeah, that definitely happened a lot.
0: There was a couple of good reads, though. One one in particular is when Tifa first realizes Cloud is cross-dressing. Yeah. Uh, Tifa's like, Cloud? Is yeah. that? And Cloud just goes... Yes, it's me. I nailed it. I know. Can we please move on? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I remember that part it was pretty funny.
0: The way he read, the way he like delivers that line, I was like, "Oh, like you nailed yeah. that line, buddy." There's like, some that was... good acting.
2: There's yeah, some yeah, really yeah. quality acting, and there's yeah. sometimes some shit lines. But I really think the actors mm-hmm. make some of those yep. like interactions really, really good.
0: They were all good. All the main cast is very good. Aerith is good. Cloud, Tifa, Barrett. Um... And,
2: well, and then there's also some hidden gems of voice actors that sound like really famous. People at least, like the guy who sounds like Kronk, who apparently was his son. It's his
1: son, yeah. Patrick Warburton's son is voice acting in the game. And apparently he sounds like his dad, which makes me happy that that voice is going to carry on for like (laughs) another generation. So...
0: So yeah, there's a guy who sounds like Patrick Warburton, and he, I, I I don't know if he plays any particular characters, but I know he has like a bunch of like nondescript extra. Like when you're just walking yeah. through an area, you hear a lot of just voices. We'll just, just randomly
2: hear him, and you're like, what so the? He,
0: he he was given a line uh, where he's like uh, hitting on Tifa, and it's just like an extra throwaway. He's like, "Oh, Tifa looks so
2: hot tonight." I'm like what? Was that Patrick Warburton? Like, what? Yeah, yeah. That hey, Tiffle, you're
1: looking pretty good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's exactly what it
0: was. <laughs> and I was just like, "What the hell? Did they hire Patrick?" I Norbert? feel like
2: there's a lot of people who would play this game and just never notice that, you know. But to me, I was like, "Whoa, what that?" But then there's also like this Sam Elliott voice-like guy. You know, he does the the really he's the really deep voice Chevy commercial guy with the thick mustache.
0: Which character do he play?
2: He played the um, the cowboy Chocobo dude. Oh yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. yeah. So Chocobo he's like Sam.
2: I think. Yeah yeah. So you know, but yeah, when the first guy time that guy talked, I was like, whoa, is Sam Elliott in this game? What the hell? But I think it's not actually him, but it's definitely like they went for him as the voice, you know, of the traditional cowboy. Um, I don't. know. And also, um,
0: uh, as far as famous voice actors, John DiMaggio, who. Um, He's done a bunch of different voices. He's yeah. probably best known as Jake from Adventure Time. Bender. Um, yes, yeah. He he's done a ton of different voices. He voices Heidegger in this game, which is notable only because he's already voiced another prominent Final Fantasy character. He was Waka and um, Kimari in Final Fantasy X. So Waka, Kimari, and Heidegger are all the same voice actor. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and that was some really interesting voice acting on that guy. The lines were. Um, and that's where I, I I find some lines atrocious, but definitely some quality acting.
0: I can, I can see that with a lot of characters. I think there's going to be a lot of mixed opinions on maybe not so much with the main cast, but a lot of some of the other characters like, um, I, cause in the original Heidegger is supposed to be a very like over the top, like comic relief character. And that's not really, he's like, that's not really the role he plays in this. He's just kind of this like one-dimensional villain like
2: super cringy to me <laughs>
0: yeah yeah he's i don't know um they kind of changed his character a little a little bit he's yeah. uh i don't know not quite comic relief anymore as much as he is just like like a cartoon character where he's, he might as well just be petting a cat being like yes yes
2: <laughs> 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 which almost like, works as comic relief but
0: kind of yeah
2: yeah yeah. that was yeah. funny i feel like yeah yeah um, okay, and then this is one that will probably, well, okay, well, this will probably be more debatable, but I find that I have it on my pros list. Um, I was really happy with the Materia system. Um, I was really nervous that, like, they would change it too much or anything, but I was happy that it was, you know, kind of an homage to the original. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah, I think, um, in my opinion, they fucking nailed the combat. Like, there in is... combat. Yeah. I, I I really like this game, and I do have a lot of criticism for this game. Even uh, though I dude, really really like it, as, as far as the combat goes, <laughs>
2: they pretty much nailed dude, everything. Combat, combat, I absolutely love the combat. That was like,
0: like, so much fun. It's
2: exactly so fun. the right mix to me of kind of live action combat with a menu system. Um, I love the way the ATB gauges worked. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, was uh, the way everything slowed down while you're, but didn't stop completely. Dude, this is great. Yeah, because you
1: could like evaluate the situation before you actually mm -hmm. choose to do the Mm -hmm, the action. mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, it's just craziness. Stagger, a lot of like frenetic stuff going on, and then you get that ATB, and you can kind of slow down and assess. Like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? Like, I I like the the
2: stagger system was like a way of making assessing characters useful, which is good. Like, you actually want to see Assessing is
0: critical in this game. Yeah, cannot you have to assess every enemy?
2: I love that. I, yeah. I mean, I think that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They nailed it. they nailed the combat, and especially as like a Kingdom Hearts fan, it reminded me a lot more of Kingdom Hearts than like Final Fantasy 15 did.
0: I, I, it's somewhere in between. It's it this is. amalgamation of like Final Fantasy 13, 15, and Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Right. But somehow, somehow, when you combine all of those like flawed systems together, somehow you like mix them all up, and it's like perfect.
2: <laughs> it's perfect. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, it almost makes it seem like those other games were just, like, trial runs to nail down the combat for yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because they have the stagger mechanic from thirteen. They have... By the way, did you experiment with the, like, classic mode or whatever they call it? Um, if you turn on classic mode, basically what happens is your entire party just auto-attacks. And you can just pause it whenever you get an ATB to issue commands. So in that way, it's basically just Final Fantasy thirteen, which uh or it reminded me playing the classic mode. I switched it over to classic just to see what it was.
2: Yeah. it you reminded have like me no control of the characters?
0: You have minimal control of the characters. They kind of just auto attack and do what they want like in 13 and then you can just issue commands um when you get ATB.
2: Well, but see, I wonder if that would clear up one of my first cons about this game which this seems okay. like a good segue for. Mm-hmm. I wonder if in classic mode the ATB gauge more uniformly gets um like like incrementally goes up for each character then or still do you still have like a main character in classic mode that you that you are playing as or yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. it's it's yeah
2: one of my biggest cons about this game it was just way more of a nuisance was the ai is god awful (laughs) and when you're playing your main character you can you can auto-attack and stuff and and whip up your ATB gauge in, like, seconds. Yeah. And the AI, like, I don't know what the hell they're doing, but their gauge doesn't fill up, like, ever. Like, so you're, unless you are switching characters to manually control the other characters, those gauges... I noticed that.
0: And I think that's exactly what they want you to do. They want you to be switching characters, boom, 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 all throughout the fight. I don't like that. Uh, You don't like
2: that? I'm not a fan of that at all. Oh, wow,
0: okay. No, I really, like, once I realized that's how the game is intended to be played, like, you can't just, you know. I get
2: that. I get that. But it would be nice if maybe there was an option that made AI smart. And, like, I just (laughs) want to control my, I just want to be cloud and make AR actually do stuff. But, like, it's not just they're using their abilities and stuff. It's, like, uh, right before this boss is, like, a super telegraphed, Move that's going to annihilate anyone who's in this path. Oh, well, I'll yeah. just fucking stand like right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, my, f- <laughs> yeah. my favorite was like Barrett
1: running into the uh, the lasers in the yeah. in the beginning. <laughs> just oh yeah, uh, yeah that yeah, just yeah, gives yeah. you like an idea of how yeah. the AI is. He's just yeah, boosh.
2: terrible. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: yeah. As soon as you realize that the AI. <sighs> It's not that the I think that's kind of on purpose. I think the, I really think the game designers want you to be switching characters constantly. Uh, but there's
2: some situations like that where like you can't control, you can't stop all three characters from running into the damn laser, okay. because <laughs> True. this boss is like telegraphing this attack. Right? right. It lasts like five seconds or whatever. The boss I'm thinking of, I remember this really pissed me off on was like on the second mission I think, or I can't remember which boss it was, but he had like this long, you know. Hail Mary, like, mm-hmm. couple feet wide beam thing or something, yep. mm-hmm. and it was super telegraphed. And if I were to switch characters, then the other two characters would just run towards the boss and get caught in the damn attack. So it's like no matter what you do, you you can't not get hit, you know. And it does. It wasn't like a one hit kill or anything, but that kind of thing was just it happened you. a lot. Okay, like, you know?
0: the the one complaint I will throw. I I did think of a complaint for the battle system, is a, almost. I think almost all of the bosses are um, segmented into like they yeah. have like a, you can't you can't see it, but they have different phases where yeah. It's, yeah. you get you get their health down to another. My one complaint is if you don't know when the next phase is triggered, sometimes it'll eat like if you cast a really powerful spell or use one of your ATBs or God forbid use a limit break right before one of those phase oh, yeah. change, it'll eat it'll eat whatever you did. So like oh. I did that a couple times where I used a limit break and then it just the damage got eaten as yeah. the phase switched. I was like, oh what the hell the, that, that, that view, happened that...
1: that happened to me on the tutorial. Oh
0: uh, <laughs>
2: when no. I
1: when you first get the limit break and it goes, Oh look you got limit break and it that explains the whole thing. I used that. it and the scene
2: yeah. switched like yeah, that yeah. and
1: I wasted it.
2: Well what's cool yeah. about the doing that in the tutorial which is what happened to me and I totally agree with you James and what because that happened in the tutorial I never used my limit bricks for the rest of the game until <laughs> it was like almost yeah. guaranteed to be the last move. Same, like same,
1: you're staying there knew. you're right there right you're there you're, <laughs> yeah. you're not moving okay doing it now.
2: Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, I never knew when those phase shifts were going to be cuz it w- it was almost always like at quarter increments of their health bar but yeah. I was like oh what if it's not this time what if it's like at 8 <laughs> I think the simple solution to that is either just don't let the damage get eaten when you switch phases or just have like an indicator, like show yeah. on their health bar that it's segmented and like something's going to happen when you tick off that last bit of health. It's so funny you, don't... you
2: mentioned that specifically, like the little ticks on the health bar. Cause it mm-hmm. reminds me of the conversation we had with John Shahada about uh, monster hunter. Um, I wanted to tell John, like mm-hmm. if you want to do monster hunter, right. Yeah. Like, look at yes. boss fights in FF7. Because yeah. they take forever. They, they have do. a ton of health. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels very similar to Monster Hunter in, in, like, in like the way you are playing the game. But it's very obvious, at least in terms of overall health. If we had those ticks, it would be even more obvious of phase shifts. I think that would be cool. Well,
0: there's a lot of... There's a lot... The difference is, and I agree, my complaint with Monster Hunter is that the boss fights were took forever and there was no, f- like... You had no, no idea how far along. There was right. no feedback of, like, am I close? Am I, you know, am I one one-hundredth of its health <laughs> right. away yeah. or am I half-health? Yeah. Like, I right. have no idea. Actually yes. played
1: so a lot of that game. Have... I know she would agree with you. That was a big complaint of hers.
2: It sucks, yeah. right? But then FM7, it's like some of these fights feel just as long, but guess what? The whole time you're seeing progress and you're seeing feedback, and there There's you go. This is so how you...
0: much more feedback. You Not only do you have the health bar, but, like, you know... um. Like, you, you see that little indicator, like, whether or not the enemy's pressured. You're like, okay, that's, you, you know... I, I
2: is can what keep you're doing up. effective, right? It's yeah.
0: what you're doing effective. You, you yeah. know that pressure, and then when it's staggered, you know, all right, now it's time to unleash all my best damage-dealing moves.
2: It's a great combat system, really. Right? Great combat Very system.
0: I, honestly, I this might be my favorite Final Fantasy combat system. It was so much fun yeah, to
2: just I would say fight. that, too.
0: It was yeah. just fun to fight in the yeah.
1: game it's a little like it's a little tough to kind of pick up at first but over time like you definitely i feel like you mold it to how it feels for you like i'm still kind of like still figuring out how my dodges are really gonna work but i've actually felt like i'm starting to get it down pretty well
0: there is a huge learning curve on that combat system It, it took me a long time to realize like okay all the characters work differently like
2: that's the hard part yeah
0: yeah yeah. clouds punisher mode is fucking insane like
2: you you, gotta be punisher all the time
0: like basically always want to be in punisher mode unless you're finding something aerial or nimble or whatever
2: but that's an interesting Um, like like balance mechanic i like mm -hmm. that too i love punisher mode because i like doing damage but now i can't fucking move so
0: exactly yeah i i love i love all the character designs like
2: Cloud, Tifa, you can... feels so rewarding to she's play. So much fun! God, Tifa I just want to play Tifa the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I I want there to be a mode. Yeah, because you can you can switch who you are in combat, but you can't out of combat. You're basically always Cloud outside of combat, with with a few exceptions. But like, yeah. I want like no, I want to make like Tifa. Like, I want to play as Tifa. As I want to play
2: Tifa re- remake. Final yeah. Fantasy
1: VII Tifa story. Tifa. Tifa's <laughs> story. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well of course she's also like one of my favorite characters in yeah. the entire Final Fantasy series. So, love seeing my my bay. Yeah. Tidus so
0: much fun. Barrett's really fun.
2: Yeah. Nah, well see that's where I disagree. Barrett really? I think is trash in this game. <laughs> what? I mean, just,
0: amazing. In
2: terms of combat, in terms of combat.
0: Why? There's so many enemies that like you can't do anything to unless it's oh, yeah.
2: Barret. He's a very because... important character, but you just sit there and press square. Like and then like Every oh, once in a while, press triangle. No, no. Every once there's, in a while,
0: there's so I, I figured it out. Um, so th- every character basically has like two attacks. So Cloud has um, he has his normal sword thing, and then triangle switched to Punisher mode. Barrett has, if you hold um, square, he does the machine gun, mm-hmm. and then if you press triangle, he charges big shot. Overshot. Um, yeah, I realize what it is with Barrett is it's like a timing thing, you want to hold square until his clip is en- empty. And then press triangle as soon as his clip is empty, because you can combine his reload animation with charging big shot into the same thing.
2: Right.
0: So you can both reload and get a big shot charge. It feels hold-
2: boring just to sit there holding square for 20 seconds. I don't know.
0: Uh, I suppose, but like they play both him and Aerith play an important role like, in that. you'd be
2: like Cloud you're like oh the sword and you're like Tifa and you're like da, 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 da. and then you switch to Barrett It's like <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, and he says all the board. witty dialogue. You get all this shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, take that.
1: Like yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. I like Barrett.
0: Yeah. Barrett, I Barrett. enjoyed Barrett. Um yeah, he's fun. Uh what okay. else? So, okay.
2: yeah. So now we're getting more towards the cons. Yeah, you know, there's a, there are a lot of things I love about this game. The voice acting, the music, combat, visuals. Mm-hmm. Um AI. I AI I had a problem with during combat. I mentioned that. Yeah. Um Okay. So this is one of my this is probably the, the biggest complaint I have about this game. And it I don't think it makes the game bad. But I do think it's very, very noticeable, and I hate it. And that is the pacing. And I call it the Hobbit effect. And I've talked about it since before this game came out. This is effectively the first five or six hours of the original stretched out into a 30 to 40 hour long game. Um, There's a lot of parts of that stretch out that is fun and entertaining. And I like learning about, you know extra extra things about the world but there's a lot of parts a lot of parts that are just like why the fuck am i riding on a motorcycle for three hours <laughs> fighting this random other soldier guy or rosh
0: or rosh or whatever his
2: name is, or why am i like the, the like moving from one area to the next is like a three-hour process of Oh, you gotta climb up this ladder and then go to this little puzzle platformy thing for hours. And it's like it just feels like there's parts of this game that they're, they're just stretching unnecessarily.
1: Yeah, there there was one part in the beginning where you're trying you're trying to get out of like the destruction and you literally climb up an entire fire escape, go on yeah. the roof, yeah. jump pretty much to another roof, and then climb down an entire right. fire escape, and there's no dialogue or anything other than like a helicopter or something it's or like things. people on the roof
2: it's little things like that that they do a thousand times in this game it's <laughs> like an extra extra minute here extra five minutes here but it just makes it feel like the pacing is just ungodly slow to me at times
0: i i think that's two different issues so um first of all there's exactly what you're talking about there's a lot of like mechanical padding in this game
2: Uh, that's That's a great phrase for it yeah Uh,
0: it's and i know the the area that i noticed this the most at was the collapsed passageway with the fucking like little hand things oh
2: my god the hand that was (laughs) that was really
0: tedious that
2: that thing was so stupid (laughs) yeah
0: because like it the puzzle is not difficult you like pretty much see what you have to do immediately it was just like the tedium of like ma- manipulating everything and like yeah, just yeah, uh, yeah. like there's that there's the mechanical padding oh, and there is what a lot of other people are complaining about which is like the story padding because there is oh,
2: dude. Th-
0: there's two things there's a lot of they've they've taken like <laughs> they've taken like a scene in final fantasy 7 the original and just like blown it out into like a <laughs> yeah. huge like a chapter, or yeah. like in some cases, even like a line of dialogue is just like blown out into a whole like sub story or whatever.
2: And there's some um, of that that I like. Like yes, I, I yeah. want yeah. some of them I want a little yeah. bit of that, right? Like you I, want to expand a little bit.
0: Exactly. Like yeah,
2: it gives you more story. I, yes,
0: I, I'm not. I, I I think probably the mechanical padding is probably almost universally useless
2: totally unnecessary i
0: I kind of disagree because a lot of people are like oh well it ruins the pacing of the original or ruins the like story pacing of the original game with like all this filler and i'm like "Uh, first of all you're only aware of what the pacing is of the original game if you've played the original game i think a lot of people are going to come into remake having never played the original game and they're not going to realize what is new and what is not and what is filler and what, yeah. you
2: know? And, and and that's basically me. Like, I I didn't really play much of the original. I didn't finish it, you know? So, like, I can't really come... I mean, I definitely played a lot. I've got all the way to, like, the third disc, you know, or whatever. But I didn't play it, a, I think, more than that one time and I was young. So, like, I'm not someone who really, really knows 7 very well. So, mm-hmm. to me, it's like I'm not comparing to the old game for pacing, right? Which is one of the easiest arguments to make. It's just you could just tell when there's a, you've done enough, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, enough. Yeah. Like I'm ready to the, go to the next. Yeah. Thing. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: You know, Do yeah. you feel the I'm, game
1: was trying to appeal to old fans or like new fans or like,
0: I, 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 exactly, I think it's a little bit of both. I, yeah. uh, there is stuff that is definitely for, I can't wait to talk about the ending. We'll get there. Oh. There is stuff. It's specifically with the ending to this game. That is, uh, definitely for the old fans. Um, And then there's stuff that I think is probably just universally appealing to old fans and new fans and uh, whatever.
2: One of the weirdest things about stuff for the old fans is every now and then, they'll just give you like a a 10-second pan of a character that is totally (laughs) outside of the... Like, if you're a new player in this game, which I, you know... Kind of, I can tell those moments. I'm like, what the hell are they showing this character please, for? Right please,
0: please, please tell me the moment you're you're talking about, and I hope it's the same. Mo- I had Shut a up. what? The, what the fucking fuck? I said out loud when they showed yeah. this character. Okay, all right. What wh- what's the moment the you're
2: talking about? First one was Kate Sith. What the fucking fuck was that? <laughs> what was that? what <laughs> yeah. was that? I don't it know was, what that was. It was so pointless. Like I was like, what? <laughs> the most bizarre
0: what the fuck it 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 doesn't make sense it okay okay
2: (laughs) it was pure pure fan service right right? Uh,
0: okay here we go this is mild spoilers for the game
2: uh prepare to be fully spoiled mild
0: spoilers for the game so in the original um the sector seven plate collapses shinra takes the whole plate and they drop it on the sector seven slums in order to squash Avalanche or whatever. Um, so there's this huge, like, tragic scene where this plate is falling and millions of people are going to get crushed and, like, die. And you're seeing all your char- favorite characters die. And you're like, what the... Oh, no. Like, what's-? It's, like, a very... It's a very, like, heavy scene. And all of the fucking sudden, they cut to Kate Seth! <laughs> who is, like... Just, I and I, like, I don't mean Reeve, I mean Kate Sith, the yeah. like little cat puppet yeah. thing,
2: yeah, just the whatever cat. the fuck it yeah. is. They,
0: and in Remake, they have not introduced this character yet. This is the first <laughs> time we've seen this character. They just cut to Kate Sith, and he's just like crying, and you're it. like, uh, what? I'm sorry, what? What
2: is that? Yes. How
0: we're going to introduce that character?
2: It's so confusing.
0: <laughs> I can only imagine people who have never played Remake before are just gonna be like why the fuck did they cut to a a, a (laughs) fucking personified cat for five seconds? Like, what? Like if you don't, even if you know who Kate Sith is, that scene doesn't make any sense. I don't, that was the weirdest scene. I have no idea what that scene was.
2: It was very, very odd and they do it, I think a couple other times during the game.
0: Oh, that was the only time I was just like, oh, what?
2: Um, towards the end, of course, they end up do introducing Red Thirteen that way, but they do it with yep. Red yep, 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 a little bit. They just kind of cut to just Red in the corner, like prowling or something. And you're like, uh, okay. But like, you're
0: kinda, <laughs> if, if you've played, if you've played in the, if you played the original, you kind of are expecting him to be introduced at that point. Yeah, too. In yeah, the original, yeah. Kate Sith isn't introduced until, until way, 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 yeah. way, way later.
2: Yeah. Uh, Kate Sith was probably the weirdest one for sure. Yeah.
0: Oh, what the fuck was that? That was so, so strange. Bizarre so So strange
2: Uh, Um, oh and then just one more thing about like the mechanical padding do you know how much time was probably added to the game by having to hold triangle to do certain interactions that don't require you to hold triangle yeah why can't you just tap triangle
0: why is there like a little meter that
2: builds dude I'm gonna pull this lever Uh, (laughs) (laughs) ah mind. Uh, ah maybe uh, ah mind. (laughs) Uh, okay, got it.
1: <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of things that could have been a one button push like yeah. reaction like yeah. I don't understand why there had to be a hold That's it why down I feel
2: like it's like it's like it's like death by a thousand cuts or whatever It's like <laughs> all these little little things that add I mean that probably adds a couple hours to the game right there. Just yeah. holding triangle
0: one more thing I wanted to mention only because I thought this was strange. I I don't think this is mechanical padding uh I I'm pretty sure they're using this to mask loading screens, but there are so many times where Cloud like gets in a tight corridor and he has to like shut this yeah, yeah, yeah. little Yeah. I noticed uh, that.
1: and uh, in I'm like in some sure... of the most weirdest places, like on the train, like why did you yeah. have to shimmy on the train?
0: I'm pretty sure they're just hiding load screens, but I thought that was weird because uh Jedi Fallen Order had the same, same thing, thing where like Cal was just like... There were so many times where Cal just had to like
2: duck through this. This is like a this. trend now. This is a trend yeah. now.
0: I was like, why is the latest trend to mask load screens by moving a character down a tight corridor? This is very yeah. strange.
2: It's immersive. You know, you've all been through tight corridors. You know <laughs> yeah. what it's like.
0: It's a very strange trend. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, makes me think
2: like, man, main characters just can't be big guys anymore. Because we're never going to get through tight gaps. That was a weird thing
1: I noticed was... um when you when I walked by a restaurant or I ran through it because I pushed all the t- chairs and tables over, Cloud <laughs> yeah. Cloud could not sit at that table and look normal.
0: No, oh, Barrett
1: no. Is even chance. worse oh, because yeah. the chair was like this and Cloud was like huge. Yeah, yeah. And it's like he's a giant. Like what the <laughs> hell?
2: Yeah, that's the So that was like a
1: little off to me just seeing that but I know it, it doesn't matter it's not it doesn't break the immersion or anything but it was just something I just randomly noticed that Cloud is just a gigantic person. Well,
2: that brings up another interesting point I just thought of now but it's like there's much more interaction with the world I think in this game compared to the original like there's definitely moments where you're kicking stuff over or you're picking, like you're watching yeah. a cinematic of them like lifting something or mm-hmm. and it made me think of things I never thought about before like why can cloud wield this giant sword that probably weighs hundreds of pounds like as if it was a fucking toothpick but then like he has to take 30 seconds to shove a container that. You <laughs> Someone- know-
0: Someone had a video that was cross-cutting there's a scene where Cloud and Barrett are trying to open a door right. and they're just like Arr! and then they <laughs> cross-cut that with the end of the game where Cloud is using his sword to like cut through enormous chunks of metal yes. and like just like concrete and like <laughs> like wait a minute, what?
2: Does he have to be warmed up in order to use his super strength or something? I like, guess. What is...
0: I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's, got, he's like Yoda or something, where he's got to like tap into the force and then he does a bunch of flips. I don't know.
2: Yeah, that that was something that like people always talk about. You know, the some of the effects of him being this scrawny dude being able to do certain things is like unrealistic. But until playing this game and seeing that that kind I was like, well, wow, this is weird. Like why is is it so hard to open this door if you're like this super strong dude?" You
0: know. One of my um because you're right, there's a lot of like interactions with the environment. There's a lot of um physics physics enabled objects. One of my favorite uh, accidental like I don't know, bits of hilarity was there's a bunch of physics enabled chairs and the first time I went to sector 5, there's like in in remake <laughs> In remake, there's an orphanage in sector five that like Aerith helps out with, I guess. Um so and and, in in sector five, they have this big table out with this orphanage, and there's a bunch of chairs at the table where the kids are like doing arts and crafts, I guess. And 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 Cloud walks up, and then Aerith is walking, my AI Aerith is walking behind him. The AI knocks over like every (laughs) fucking chair at the table, just like and then like Aerith. Aerith has this like very sweet line of, like oh hi like I'm Aerith like it's it's so good to be like how's oh, the orphanage doing like How I'm volunteering after just knocking over yeah. all of their shit like uh, <laughs> oh how's everybody doing like, that's
2: funny yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last sort of uh, con I think I had um, was yeah. um, Sephiroth
0: mm, okay. too so, much
2: Sephiroth? Yeah, just Sephiroth. Like, um, it I, felt I, like in the original he was a, sort of a mysterious figure, you know, that kind of hit you with him. It was like an intriguing thing. And in this game, just going back to that sort of fan service and like that panning of Kate Sith and stuff, like it felt like they were like, hey, hey guys, Sephiroth? Huh? Yeah, huh? I
0: knew I knew they were yeah. going to do it. They, they introduced Sephiroth way, 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 or like yeah. almost at the beginning of the game. Um, I, I have thoughts on Sephiroth but I want to save it to when we talk about the ending
1: <laughs> well that was so that was my like ploy on the whole like are you appealing to newer audience or older audience and that felt mm-hmm. older audience a bit because yeah. I mean like newer audience is going to see that like you know not knowing this game at all and be like who's this random guy all of us are going Sephiroth
2: like what, are you, what are you doing here I'm like there's what? a lot of like just random Sephiroth and I'm like if you're a new player in this game you're like why the hell did...
1: but then again it does also I like how it builds up the story more to where it's not really like obvious in the older game this I feel like you're kind of getting like a, like a build up to what Cloud and Sephiroth are all about kind of thing but That's true. I don't know I, it does feel like it was forced a little too early
2: maybe yeah yeah mm-hmm. Well, and that's a great segue to what the hell. That okay, made.
0: all right, this is it. If you have not played Final Fantasy VII Remake, we are going to spoil the entire ending to the game. Uh, skip ahead uh, twenty minutes. I don't know. Skip yeah. ahead a, a good amount. Usually on on the uh, on the YouTube videos, I put time codes in the YouTube videos. So skip out of this section if you don't want the ending to Final Fantasy Remake spoiled. We're going to spoil the ending.
1: And if you're watching on Twitch, don't... Don't yeah. watch anymore. Stop.
0: <laughs> don't watch us. Just don't.
1: Put us on mute. Just put us stop. on mute. Keep watching, Close but put it us on mute. M- Get
0: out of here. We love you. Now go away. Um, <laughs> My concern with Sephiroth is... Wh- where do we go from here? Because l- literally the ending... we We've shot for shot remade the actual ending to the original game. Where... It, it's this huge set piece where, um, and we'll talk about the ending more. Where you know, C- Cloud and Sephiroth are fighting in the ruins of Midgar, and then they're you know jumping around. It's it's this huge, like crazy epic set piece. Yeah, yeah, and then they actually recreate the ending to the original game, where like, it's it's sort of trippy in the original. Cloud like fights Sephiroth in his head, He's kind fat. of, but weird. like he does this weird like superhero like he like dives down and um then he sees this vision of Sephiroth who's like got his shirt off for some reason I don't know why that's cloud's there's, vision there's of Sephiroth there's some sexual tension there <laughs> yeah. and uh, and um yeah oh, and then Sephiroth he like the he duels Sephiroth and does the omni slash and all that they recreated that and like th- the epic battle with Sephiroth is the ending to Final Fantasy 7 remake Uh, which is supposed to be the first part in uh, a a series of uh, games. So (laughs) where do we go from here? We we recreated this epic duel with Sephiroth. Are we going to have an epic duel with Sephiroth in every subsequent game? Because I feel like there's diminishing returns on that.
2: Yeah. They they kind of shot their load really early,
0: right? Yeah, I mean it was cool for sure, but sure. Uh, there's gonna be diminishing returns if we're just gonna redo this every single game.
2: And okay, so part of it I think makes a lot of sense because effectively what they're doing is resetting everything, and they're they're they have all these little wisps that were flying around the whole game, and basically these these wh- whispers or whatever are now telling us that you know nothing is everything and everything is nothing. And now we don't know what's up and down and everything you expected could no longer be depended on. And now they can kind of do whatever they want with the story.
0: So yes, Uh, Square and Tetsuya Nomura have kind of been tongue in cheek fucking with us. Yeah. Uh, Especially with the title of the game. Final Fantasy VII Remake is not, well, it is a remake of the first part of Final Fantasy VII. But it is also referring to remaking the timeline of Final Fantasy VII. It is both a remake and a sequel uh, uh, because, uh, uh, Leo mentioned, there's these Guardians of Fate or the Guardian, I can't remember what they're called. I and I, I knew every time they're those mentors They're Dementors things, is what
2: they are. Basically, yeah, Dementors, basically, that was my they, first they thought. They just yeah. <laughs> stole them
0: from Harry Potter. Um, yeah. But every time they appear, and I realized this, and I was like, what the hell are they doing with this? Every time they appear, it is specifically to keep the events of the original game uh, unfolding as they did in the original. Because, like, every once in a while, Remake will start doing something new or something different. Or, Mm -hmm. like, a character's alive that shouldn't be. Or a character is going somewhere that they shouldn't be. And these Dementors appear and put the events back. Like, no, 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 you can't go this way. Like, no, 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 you're supposed to be dead. Like, no, no, no. Like, they keep correcting what is happening in Remake. And I noticed that thread. I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. So the the final boss fight before you fight Sephiroth is you kill, like, the Lord Dementor. Which is uh, basically you're defying destiny in the most Final Fantasy bullshit thing ever.
2: It got very uh, Final Fantasy-esque. Oh, no, it went so. very yeah. Final Fantasy. I
0: yeah. actually, I fucking loved the ending. This is like maximum Final Fantasy, and I actually <laughs> really liked it. I, I thought that was really, really cool. Okay, so it introduces the idea of multiple timelines and parallel universes. So in some parallel universe, in a different timeline, the events of Final Fantasy VII play out exactly as they do in the original, and that is a timeline. In this remake timeline, uh, Cloud and Party have defied fate, they've killed the Lord Dementor, whatever the fuck, and they've skipped off and they're now branching out into a new timeline. Uh, So, in that way, it is both a remake and a sequel to the original game. Now the events of whatever they're going to do next, they can just do whatever the fuck, I guess. Clean slate. They're not necessarily beholden to what happens in the original game. I think that's... I think... I think that is both brilliant and potentially catastrophic. (laughs) Um, I, I... The more I played remake, the more my favorite parts were when the game started to deviate from the script of the original. Like, I really liked the, like, detour we took with Jesse and Jesse's family um, towards the beginning of the game. I was like, oh, this is a cool, like, little flesh out of this character that's not in the original. Um, I really liked, uh, well, I liked the ending of the game. I liked... um, like, anytime the game was surprising me, I was like, oh, like, this is cool. Like, this isn't what happens in the original. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed being surprised because, like, it was the more I played remake and the more, like, the game just kind of stuck to exactly what happens in the original. I'm like, yeah, then this happens, then this happens, then this happens. And then they would throw a curveball and I'd be like, wait, what? what? What's happening now? Because uh, there's like one of those curveballs. They literally set it up like Cloud and Aerith are gonna go to Wall Market, and you're like, ha ha ha! Here comes the cross-dressing thing. Right. And then the game's like, actually no, we're not gonna do that yeah. yet. And then they go and do something else first. And I was like, wait, what? What? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. Um, so like, I really enjoyed having those curveballs thrown. If I think if whatever comes next for this remake series, whatever the fuck we're gonna call it, uh. If they can continue to, like, throw those curveballs and keep the game exciting, I think that will be good. My fear is that potentially we devolve into just Kingdom Hearts bullshit nonsense where, like,
2: nothing... The
0: multiverse? Be, the multi... I, I don't <laughs> want... I Final Fantasy as a series, like, each game has a potential... Like, a lot of the games in the Final Fantasy series tend to go up their own ass. Yeah. And... This game does go up its own ass for sure at, at the end, definitely. It, yeah. But like it went up its own ass in a way that I really enjoyed. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, that's and a game. Cool yeah.
2: Let's take I that hope, out of context.
0: Yeah. I hope we're not going to Kingdom Hearts territory because like yeah. the like the bullshit that is the story or the lore of Kingdom Hearts is oh, the yeah. most
2: it's just it all, it's yeah.
0: fucking nonsense. I hope yeah. this game doesn't devolve into nonsense. That is my fear. What is what did be- you it's what gonna
2: either. I, I have the same fear. I I do think I I like that they have a clean slate. I hope that they, um, you use know, use well. this new power responsibly. Yeah. yeah, but I I do think it's either gonna be potentially, Kingdom Hearts complicated. You know, thirty million plot point whatever this, or it's gonna be like Advent Children in the game, and they can just do whatever <laughs> they want, and they'll just make it awkward.
0: Yeah, I, I hope we don't become advent... I, by the way, another plus for this game, I was so concerned that we were going to get, like, Emo Cloud, or, like, like, no, way,
2: right.
0: way Too Fucking Cool Cloud, or, like, Super Anime, like, yeah, I'm fucking the best Cloud... No, this game knew exactly who Cloud was. Like, yeah, kind of this hard-ass, but he's also a fucking doofus. Like, right.
2: uh... facade, right? That's yeah, the whole thing.
0: Yeah, he puts on a facade. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, the, I, I was so happy this it. game, this yeah, game knew, the this cloud game knew who those characters were
1: yeah, the cloud character, yeah, it fits well. it's not too much of anything really
0: yeah, so what what else did you guys think about this ending there There's a lot of uh I think this ending's gonna be talked about for a while, uh,
2: yeah I mean, yeah, I mean, we pretty much said everything I think that needs to be said. It's just you know, I think they shot their load really early, but I think they <laughs> did it. On on purpose because they want that clean slate, um, and the rest is just we're gonna have to wait and see what they do with it now. You know,
0: there are there are some fans. I I'm not one of them. I really like what they did. There are some fans who feel like cheated that this was not really a,
2: a remake. Yeah, this
0: is not because it isn't. This is yeah. Not I was a gonna remake. say like why
1: call it a remake if you're
0: reimagining? I, it's, I guess it certainly I, sold. I think they're being cheeky with the word yeah. remake because once you finish the game, you realize the word remake is recontextualized into a remake yeah. of the timeline, yeah. not the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think they're being cheeky with that word. Yeah,
2: I would if I was a fan of Final Fantasy VII, the original, and I mean, I, I mean, you know, I like the game, right? I feel less cheated by a 40-hour game. That only encompasses like a fraction of the original, knowing that the ending is what it is. Like I feel much less cheated because of that. If if the game literally ended at whatever uh, point of the story that the original game was after 40 hours, I'd be like, holy shit, I cannot do more episodes of this. Like this is going to take forever. But the fact that now every other episode release of this series. Is going to potentially be a whole new different thing, a whole new thing. It makes it feel much more like okay, makes sense now. You know.
0: Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I am. Yeah. My other concern is, what is the turnaround time for these new games? Because like we years. took five. Yeah, we took five <laughs> years. Five, we...
2: five, six years.
0: Yeah, we took five years to get the first game out. Like that, that can't be. We gotta do it faster than five years for whatever. Well, I now answer.
2: they have the engine. Now they have the combat system in place. You know.
0: I am I am hoping that we can get you know a year or two. That might be optimistic. Yeah. Uh, but if if that is our turnaround time, I'll be happy.
2: I'm I'm yeah. guessing like a like a two year. You know, every other year we're gonna have a new FF seven release.
0: Yeah, uh, that would be because this honestly. Like, I have some criticisms for this game, but this game is basically exactly what I wanted in terms of just take the original 10 hours of the game and just, you know, let's dive deeper into everything. D- dive deeper into the characters, the story, the locations, yeah. the lore. And that's exactly what I got. Um,
2: so. And now at the end, you get like a, a promise of a whole new experience. Yes. So By the yeah, way, we did in, that well. in,
0: in my wildest dreams, I did not think this game would be as good as it is. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was really no, I remember talking yeah. to you guys very early yeah. on when the game first came out and I was like they're doing a lot of shit right in this game, dude. Like I was genuinely surprised by that. I
0: couldn't bear to get my hopes up like cuz like when that demo came out I was like this demo kind of fucking good. I'm like no, 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 this is a this is a farce. They've spent, you know, yeah. they spent all their time <laughs> polishing this demo and the rest of the game's going to be dog shit. Like
1: <laughs> Watch that <laughs> podcast because uh, that's pretty much exactly how we like go like it's just yeah, this... yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this yeah. just like a the play? Is this just like the best yeah. part of the cake, and then we're gonna get the rest? Is yeah, it
2: gonna be so. shit? Now we can tell past us, hey, guess what, guys, it's good.
0: I actually cannot believe that this game is good because also, when is the last time that a a Final Fantasy game was good and B a Square Enix game was good? <laughs> like, the,
1: it's been a while. Final,
0: yeah, I know that they haven't put out anything relevant in forever, and like Final Fantasy, in my opinion, hasn't been good since like ten uh so and that's like 20 fucking years <laughs> yeah. that's a big gap between good games
2: yeah well like you said though i think with this one they've nailed it yeah I, I i think uh it's a good game
0: it is it is yeah. it is very good very pleased with final fantasy 7 remake it is definitely a front runner for my game of the year
2: uh ghost of tsushima is going to be a strong contender but we'll see oh
0: that's true all right also yeah.
2: cyberpunk oh, man there's going to be a lot of options
0: yeah. yeah. Oh God, yeah. cyberpunk. Yeah, Fuck.
2: definitely a, a contender for sure.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, this podcast oh boy. is brought <laughs> to you by our patrons. Um, there are people in this world who give us money <laughs> to do this fucking <laughs> give us dumb podcast, money. Uh, and we love you. If you enjoy this podcast for some reason, you can. Go to Patreon and find Good Games Cast on Patreon.com and support us, and we would greatly appreciate that because because thank we you. would because I, thank you. Uh, yeah. All right.
2: Um, yeah, that was that was relatively painless. There you go. Yeah, that was I, that was yeah. the best one yet.
1: I would say good job for episode fifty. <laughs> best one yet. I didn't say it was good. Yeah. The best one. I see, yeah. like,
0: my, my problem is I don't want to say, like, the exact. I don't want to, like, fall into a rhythm of, like, this podcast is on Patreon. You can be a yeah. Patreon. Like, I don't want just... <laughs> that to be. So I, like, try to, like, free yeah. free ad libit
2: every time. Yeah, right, and right. I
1: right. I, I'm surprised you haven't uh, gone this. with, like, Patreon, the final frontier. <laughs> 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 These That's are nice the donations every time. that support our podcast.
0: <laughs> All right. Our top five for this episode is our top five uh favorite games of personal. all personal favorite games of all time uh do we want to just like go in a like 5555 five, 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 four, sure. 4 4, four three, three, three. Yep. all right um i will start uh by the way i looked at my top 5 we've done episodes on every single one of my top 5 favorite games so really nice yeah find the corresponding episode if you want to know more about uh, james's
2: top 5 <laughs> my,
0: my personal top five my number five is dark souls uh i think dark souls is a fucking masterpiece uh similar to final fantasy 7 remake i think the game is brilliant but flawed like the original 2011 dark souls definitely has some jank uh like there's some like pretty janky animations like yeah. the level design, mechanics. the yeah. level design 99 of the time is like amazing and then there's like one percent of the time, like Lost Isolith and some of the later areas, where you're like, "What the fuck happened? Did a different fucking team do this?" Like, and yes, that's exactly what happened. Probably.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, where like all of a sudden the level. Anyway, th- there's some in there's some incongruity in the original Dark Souls. It is a, uh, in my opinion, still a masterpiece though, and very influential. I was thinking the other day, like without. Dark Souls, we wouldn't have any of the other Souls games, obviously. We wouldn't have yeah. Bloodborne, wouldn't have Sekiro, wouldn't have all of the, like, you know, like Jedi Fallen Order, Hollow Knight, Salt and Sanctuary. Like, it just spawned this whole genre of games, uh, of copycats. Anyway, 2011's Dark Souls, my number five favorite game of all time.
2: Justin, go for it.
1: All right. All right. Mine. So so my top five kind of are, like, my personal, like, ones that, like, when I just thought of a game, like, I had a, like, these are just, I went down the list of, like, when I think of, like, games, when I think of, like, now to my childhood, what games came to mind. So my number five is Sonic 2.
2: Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I played a Classic. shit ton of
1: Sonic 2. Classic. A great, great soundtrack. Like, Sonic 2... I mean, Sonic 1 had a fantastic soundtrack, but goddamn, Sonic 2 was had a better soundtrack. Um, Chemical Plant Zone. Yeah, oh, yeah. like, Flash. so much, so much, like, like when you think of, like, a lot of, like, nostalgic Sonic the Hedgehog music, like, Sonic mm. 2 is that. And, like, they uh, they created, like, the fun zones and, like, the weird, like, 3D thing, and it's just, I don't know. Casino just going, Night Zone. Yeah, and, like, the whole, like, idea the concept of like sonic building up his charge ball and and going and
0: spin dash yeah
1: spin dash and and like that game was just like such a such a fun game to play and i played that game like multiple times even getting to the part where i you know getting to like the end and then like losing all my lives because i didn't know how to fight robotnik in the end but like i kept (laughs) going back i always found myself going back to that game and sometimes i found myself like uh I could never get all the chaos Emeralds in that game, but I found myself always like I had the little game genie that came with the Genesis and plugged it in and yeah, did the thing go. where you could get I'm like Super that. Sonic early on, yeah, and I did that all that. Super I just Sonic loved, it. yeah, yeah, and but like one of the big things from that game I took away is just like the music. The music from that game was just so fantastic,
2: and I love it.
0: Oh yeah, definitely sits with me. Classic. Uh,
2: for me, my number five uh, goes back to my roots of. Uh, real-time strategy games. It is Age of Empires 2. Uh, probably the first online PC game I ever played. But back then you had to like log into like MSN Game Zones, like a browser to open up Internet <laughs> yep, Explorer. Yeah, yeah, it launched the game from your computer. Like it was this whole convoluted thing before, you know, online gaming on PC was really a thing. But uh, yeah, Age of Empires 2, the whole concept of Technology advancing um, and controlling different bases and and stuff. Um, real-time strategy games became one of my favorite genres after playing that game. So, um, yeah, there you go. That's my number five.
0: Nice. My number four is 2018's Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, I'm a big fan wow. of the Smash. Ultimate. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Smash series. I think Ultimate again. Again, I think Ultimate has a lot of flaws, and I complain about uh, uh, some of the things in that game. But for as for as many things as they got wrong, they got a lot of, th- a lot of things right in that game. I mean, obviously obviously they got online play wrong, again. Yeah,
2: okay. yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, there's a couple of characters that are kind of stupid in that game. There's a couple of mechanics that are kind of stupid in that game. But for the most part, like... From a competitive, and I'm approaching this game from a competitive standpoint. Uh, Last year, I actually flew out to Vegas to compete uh, uh, in Evo, uh, and did like shockingly well for me. I like made it out of my pool anyway. So approaching this game from a competitive standpoint, like they nailed for a game that has seventy something fucking characters, they nailed the balance. Like uh, I can't believe how well balanced this game is for a game that has an outrageous number of characters. Uh, character balance is very good I I don't know, the game is fun it's just good to play Uh, my number 4 is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate
1: (laughs) excuse me Um, bless you uh, so, my number 4 again, hitting back to like the childhood and just remembering playing this game like so much and because it was such like a it was such an expansive game to play and it had like so many different Things to it where it was always interesting I'm putting in Banjo-Kazooie
2: nice. The, nice. Uh, again awesome. a
1: game that had great music but like one mm-hmm. of the things I take from Banjo-Kazooie were all the different levels in that game so like when you think back to like Nintendo 64 there were a lot of games like that that came out like Mario 64 and then uh, you know you have Banjo-Kazooie even think about now so where they tried to essentially remake Banjo-Kazooie making ukulele. That was one of the things I t- I didn't like about like Ukulele was the fact that Banjo Kazooie was filled with all these levels. Some of them the levels weren't that large and it's supposed to be a collectathon which was like oddly very satisfying like they nailed the collecting in Banjo Kazooie to be like perfect to where it was it was satisfying to get that done in a level. Where like Ukulele where they tried to do it again, the level seemed so fucking massive to the point where you didn't know where you've been or where you've gone, and where this shit could be. But, like, Bandicoot kazooie just felt so so perfect in that sense, where it satisfied that whole, like, oh, I want to get, I want to 100% this level. I felt like, I even felt like it was, like, one of the, probably the games that drove 100%ing something, because that was, like, one of the main goals. It was, like, a game that slightly rewards you for 100%ing, and, and like, it, you almost, like, felt like you had to do it. It was like, like it fun had... to explore. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was a great yeah, it was a great mm-hmm. game to explore. And every single level was different and unique. Had a new kind of puzzle, had a new kind of thing, and it was it it's it just stuck with me. I remember just playing that game so much. Great game.
0: Nice.
2: Um my number four goes to Grand Theft Auto Vice City.
0: I would Uh, never have guessed your top five, AOE 2 and Vice City, I'd never, never guessed that.
2: uh, Vice City is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, I like a lot of the Grand Theft Auto games. Um, I do like sort of sandboxy games in which you get to just kind of like mess around and goof off um, and do evil things, so I love doing evil things in games. I like the, it's from the perspective of the drug overlord, like he's, you know, it's basically Scarface, you know, the game, yeah. uh, which I love that movie. Um, you know, I, th- I like all the Grand Theft Autos. I think if I had to pick one, it would probably be Vice City because of just that particular theme of the whole Miami Vice, the whole, um, seventies, eighties theme that they're going for. All the music was like, some of my favorite, like eighties songs and stuff on the radio. Um. And that sort of Scarface story, um, and Grand Theft Auto is an interesting mix of like serious or um, impactful, like you know, glimpse into like the idea of, excuse me, of like the bad guys in games. Whereas, but also sort of like goofiness and um, over the topness. I think back in like Grand Theft Auto Three and Vice City. The goofiness and over the topness was a little bit more subdued. Um, once you get got more into um, the one that takes place in L.A., I forget what it's called, and now into Grand Theft Auto like five and stuff, like it's just like so over the top and so yeah. ridiculous that it starts to become a little a slight turn off for me. So, um, so yeah, GTA Vice City, man, that was my shit back never, in the day.
0: Never would have guessed that. Man, I had some good times in um, Vice City. Oh, yeah, same. Uh, let's see. My number three is... Uh, I don't know. This is probably the the anomaly on my top five. But if you know me, you know I love Paper Mario The Thousand-Year Door. Uh, it is uh, like one of the most charming games in terms of like the way the characters are written. Like, whoever localized that game, the localization team for Thousand-Year Door fucking killed it. Like... Uh, Like, all of the characters are, like, very charming. All of the locations are really interesting. Um, uh, The combat is, like, it is both a very good, like, here's an intro to turn-based RPGs. If you've never played one before, it's a very good, like, my first RPG. Uh, But also, if you, like, want to sink your teeth, there's some, like, complex stuff that you can abuse... If you, like, learn how that game works, you can, like, get Mario to deal outrageous amounts of damage every turn if you manipulate the badge system. Which, by the way, I love the badge system in that game. Um, There is a lot of padding in that game uh, unnecessarily. Like, there's a lot of... They built, like, one dungeon and they make you go back and forth through the same dungeon. I don't know why I'm finding it necessary to point out all the flaws in my favorite games. I don't know why... (laughs) Dark Souls. No, no game is perfect. Dark Souls. The level design's kind of janky in the last level. And like, oh, uh, like <laughs> smash. Uh, there's some bullshit characters. And don't even bother going online. Like, uh, no. Uh, Paper Mario. I fucking love that game. I've I've replayed that game. It's not a very long game, but I've probably replayed that game. Uh, uh, I don't know, seven or eight times. I just like every couple years. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking replay Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. I fucking love that game. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, my number three was the one that got me through college. Oh, nice. That kept me sane. And that was World, world of Warcraft. Oh. Yep. Is. Yep. World of Warcraft. I mean, and I'm I'm talking like vanilla to like maybe the first two expansions. Like not not going as far as pandas and and remanipulating the world and stuff and all that crap. Um, now, Vanilla Warcraft was was definitely something I put many an hour into, and I got very addicted to. And I found myself going, "Hmm, schoolwork or Warcraft?" I could put <laughs> in a little more yeah, Warcraft. Warcraft. Yeah, definitely. That and was, it was yeah, much. that was really got me into the whole like questing thing and just completing quests and doing all that. uh
2: that formula, um, man. That yeah, it killer. was it was
1: a perfect formula. And the thing is, I tried to play like Worldcraft, World of Warcraft-esque games, like freeware games cuz I, you know, I was like, "Ah, I'm not going to pay for this anymore." <laughs> and none of them none of them do it the way that World of Warcraft
0: just did it back then. So, yeah, that's my nobody, number 3. Nobody
2: could beat WoW, man. Can never find the wow killer.
0: I still don't think anyone's beaten WoW. It's still like the MMO king. Right? I'm
1: I'm even considering yeah. going back and or not going back, but trying
0: the vanilla That's
1: World
2: right. of Warcraft. People keep telling me to try. I it. know
0: I know our friend Jason mm-hmm. is very into vanilla WoW right now.
2: Yeah, I got into vanilla WoW quite a bit. I got a character to max level, and it was very enjoyable. Yeah, I I just listened to the
1: soundtrack the other day, and something deep inside oh, the me just reignited.
2: Re- <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I was like, never- ah. Like, do why, do really wow. like, why do I have that itch? Yeah. What's going on?
1: Why do I feel like I need to play?
2: <laughs> Every time someone stops playing WoW, someone else is like, I'll be back.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. I bet you they if I go back, back, my guild's still going to be alive
2: somehow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're at, what, number three? My yeah. number three is also a Super Smash Bros. game, but it is not ultimate because I had the most fun and the best time and the most hours into Smash Bros. Project M. Nice. Um, which is sort of a reimagining of Super Smash Bros. Brawl, um, and it was meant to make it more like melee, I guess. Um, I like it more than Ultimate. They're very comparable to me, I guess, but I like because you know Project M. The whole concept was to add all these other ridiculous characters. I it was there's like pros and cons. Like Project M, I think had more of like that open source feel where. Things didn't get fixed. Things didn't get balanced necessarily in a timely manner. Some some things were just broken, right? Um, not as many licensed characters, obviously, but some also just like some shenanigans. You know, people like putting in random skins and um, <laughs> you know it's was, it was just it was a lot of fun. It was a fun time of Smash Brothers. Um, it like almost got really mainstream into the competitive aspect of things. Um, oh,
0: it was it was big in the competitive. It season. was, it, oh, was yeah. start,
2: it started gaining. You
1: know, until Nintendo, Nintendo essentially went. Yeah.
0: Stop. No more. People are so,
1: liking this too much. No, no, no. Yeah. Let's make our yeah. own version. Right.
0: Well, hang on. News flash. Beep 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. what's this? Up update. Uh, so uh, getting something. Development. Yeah, I'm I'm getting something from myself. Uh, <laughs> so uh, development on Project M was uh cease and desisted by Nintendo lawyers, I think, in twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen. Uh, A couple months ago, uh, a fan mod of Project M. So now we're, like, levels deep. Project M is a mod of Brawl. There's not a a mod of Project M (laughs) called Project Plus uh, that is a balance patch for Project M that also introduces Knuckles. So there's just another character now. They added Knuckles to the roster. And uh, basically everyone who's still playing Project M has now switched over to Project Plus, Plus. Uh, and yeah. I've been watching a lot of Project Plus combo videos. They added, uh, in addition to rebalancing some of the characters, they gave some characters some new moves, like um, some new animations. Uh, anyway, Project Plus uh, and some new levels, some new, you know, it's it's just a fresh coat of paint for Project M. Project Plus looks real fucking good. Like if I wasn't balls deep in Project, if I wasn't balls deep in Smash Ultimate, I would definitely be looking at Project Plus again. It looks Real, real good. Project Plus.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just a, it's like a fun spin on the series. If you are a fan of the more melee style, um, yeah. Yeah. mechanics, yeah. Uh, and then it just opens up the roster and all yeah. sorts of fun stuff. So
1: yeah, I like it's how they, f- they put in knuckles, but no Waluigi. Yeah, <laughs> still no yeah, Waluigi. Yeah. Uh, it's
0: it's it's very good. Uh, Project Plus, or it's good from what I've seen. I still haven't played it yet, but I'm I'm very tempted.
2: I'll have to um, check it out.
0: Project Plus. Uh, my number two is uh, 2017's The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. It's uh, fucking amazing. Uh, that's that's it, already in just the three years of that game's existence. I've already played through that completely two times now, and I was fancying going a third time the other day, and I was like, yeah. no, 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 no. Let me not let me not wear that game out already. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, that game can
1: wear you out just playing it.
0: Yeah, There's yeah. A lot yeah. To it. There's a lot in that game. That's yeah. that's that's another game where you play it, and well, then, I kind of
2: like, had the itch to play it again recently.
0: So. Yeah, you like check the time, and you're like, oh fuck, it's three in the morning. Like, oh shit. Like, I got work. I guess. I yeah, I guess I should go to bed. Nah, eh, fuck it.
2: Like, yeah. more than sick. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's a game that. Uh, goes
2: back to our first episode, right?
0: Yeah, our first episode was Breath of the Wild. Um, I think that's that's another just success in like experimentation because truly Nintendo just took the playbook for Zelda and threw it out the fucking window. And they're like, no, 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 we're gonna do like a very like Western influenced game with like uh survival elements and big open world and like crafting and like yeah. yeah, it's very very. A, a not typical Zelda game and very western influenced uh, but like holy shit that game's fucking amazing uh, yeah. so yeah more weird experiments please Nintendo uh, well, hopefully we uh, yes. get
1: a hopefully between FF7 remake Yeah.
0: like in a little bit we then
1: get the sequel to Breath of the right. Wild yeah. which will hopefully fill in the gap for then FF7 t- 2 Mm-hmm. to come out what, <laughs> whatever. whatever
0: we're calling remake yeah. two i don't know ff7 whatever v2
1: gonna... I or uh vii 2
0: I, I guarantee you they're gonna they're gonna attach some stupid word to yeah. what, what it's gonna be final fantasy 7 rebirth remodel <laughs> rebirth, uh, it's
1: gonna probably re... gonna be rebirth i bet you you know like
0: yeah i don't know i'm just going off of, like kingdom hearts yeah. Because uh, there's like Kingdom Heart. God, what is one of the? It's like Kingdom Hearts 2.5 Birth by what, Sleep. What, what, what is? Yeah. Final Drop <laughs> Remix. And I'm like, what? what? was this. The fucking title of the game is like 15 words long, and they're all nonsense words. Like, yeah, yeah. I guarantee yeah. You whatever the next Final Fantasy game, it's gonna be, be a be nonsense something like that. Final be Fantasy Seven colon some nonsense word. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. Well, we can continue the conversation because my number two is also Breath of the Wild. Oh, um, yeah, no, that game is. I Figured
0: is... that would be your number one. I don't know what your number one is.
1: No, yeah, no, that game was fucking Different amazing, Zelda. and I put a lot of time in that game. And I honestly, me playing the game, I didn't want it to end. Like I just kept exploring, yeah. and yeah. I kept like yeah, yeah. every day I'd be like, should I fight Ganon today? Like, mm, <laughs> no, no, let me go look for more Koroks. Let me, yeah, let me do yeah. some more stuff. Like, I got all the shrines, but there's still more Koroks. I want more Korra. Like, <laughs> and just, I just... Well, one of the things was, and I, I kind of, like, figured out what, like, brought that out in me being a Zelda fan, if you didn't notice. Um,
0: uh, I think you've got a couple Zelda posters maybe, there. Maybe a, <laughs> a A couple of them, maybe.
1: Yeah, maybe. Um, No, one of the things that, like, deep down I wanted from Ocarina of Time was was the ability to explore more cuz like obviously like Nintendo 64 was a lot of like they gave you like a flat land essentially and and then everything else kind of in the background was jpeg essentially into the game and, but like you would look at something and be like I want I want to go there and see what that's like to be in that place Breath over of there the that you that can't so yeah. well Breath of the Wild gave us yeah. that and it, it brought out that whole, like, I wanted to explore, which was one of the things that people criticized Skyward Sword for not having, but people really wanted, was, like, everyone thought, oh, there's going to be flying in the sky, and you're on the ground, and there's going to be all this exploration, and really wasn't not that. Likely. And um, Breath of the Wild nailed that, and that's all I wanted to fucking do in that game. Which is exploring run
0: around is so and, much fun. Just oh. exploring, just even if active, you don't find like, anything, walking around. Yeah, it's so yeah. much fun. Yeah, very
2: explorable world. That yeah. is a good example of how to do a large world correctly. You know.
1: Yes. yes. Yeah. With, like with don't. The, the yeah, and it's like the thing. The nice thing too is it's not oversaturated. Where like everywhere you go, there's like something here, there's something there, there's something over there. Hey, there's a guy. Hey, there's a guy. It was the actually like very undersaturated to a way where it, like you weren't you weren't sure what you were gonna. Find going where you were going. You could yeah. find absolutely nothing, or you might find something. You never knew.
2: Just like real life. Yeah. Cool. Um, my number, well, my top two will probably come as no surprise. Uh, my number two goes to the game I've spent the most hours into of all time to this day, and that is Mountain Blade, Warband.
0: Hmm. I knew that would be in your top five.
2: Yep. Um, you guys know me. I love swords. I love like m- medieval times and stuff, um, and I love PvP, uh, and I love RPGs. And this game has all of the above. Um, the The RPG aspect is more typically more on the single player side. The multiplayer was the most adrenaline inducing competitive play I've ever played. Um, totally skill based, where you had to like, you know, block or attack four different directions. I played. I've I've literally spent probably close to 3000 hours of online playing that game. So Wasn't
0: there pretty a nice. new Mountain Blade game recently?
2: There's a new release of a the beta version of their new release called Banner Lords. Um, it's got a lot of hype and uh, it's mostly I think just single player right now. The the multiplayer is um, not done yet, but it is an early re- access, so there's you know, they're still going to be developing it. Um, yeah. One thing Mountain
1: I will Blade say, best thing from Mountain Blade are the know, death sounds. You love those, those <laughs> ah! Ah! They're so, like, over-exaggerated, yeah. it's fantastic. They're silly, yep.
0: Yeah. Alright, my number one game of all time is, appropriately enough, 1997's Final Fantasy VII. Uh, oh, yeah. as, as much as I love Remake, it's not quite, you know, my top five games... Give it. Let me give it some time and some perspective. Let's see how the rest of whatever is coming next. Let's see how that plays out. But for now, my number one favorite game of all time is the original Final Fantasy VII. I I don't know what else to say, but it's uh,
2: and the good thing about the remake is it leaves original seven untouched.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. For it's everyone who's thing. complaining about like, oh, I don't like this, or uh, like, it's, I don't like what they changed about remake.
2: It's a well, different game.
0: <laughs> literally yeah, so literally it is a different game nobody's erasing the original and also canonically in final fantasy 7 remake the events of the original game still play out in a different parallel universe so like it's not overriding the old one it is yeah. literally happening side by side so yeah. yeah uh so yeah still go play the original i play in I actually played before um, before remake came out. I played just the Midgar section of the original. I'm so glad I did that. There's so many tiny little details about the original that I would have forgotten if they weren't fresh in my mind. That they like replicated in remake that I really yeah. appreciated. Um, and I'm planning to do that before whatever the next chapter comes out. Hopefully, I think I'll not, do the same. Yeah, I'll
2: hopefully not bad.
0: in another five years or whatever the fuck. But uh, oh. yeah, Final Fantasy VII. It's really good.
1: All right, my number one may also not come at much of a surprise. Um, is let me get my finger Which right. One this, one, one this one. Oh, okay. This one. Yeah. This one. Ocarina of Time.
0: It's a good one. It's
1: a good one. Ocarina of Time. Over
0: Breath uh, of the Wild,
1: huh? Breath of the Wild is great, but like some something with Ocarina of Time somewhere. did did something to me as a child where I may have to go to court for it. um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it touched it, me in a wrong special. place. No. It,
0: like, because like you play it, because like for me, Final Fantasy VII did the same thing. You play it, so it, like you, it like enraptures you in such a way that like shapes your taste in every other video game, and yeah. you see like you compare and see every other video game through the lens of that one of game.
1: Oca- yeah, and that's how yeah. I tend to always gravitate to is is yep. is I compare things to to Ocarina of Time all the time, and it's mm. like it's just the one game that changed my whole, like, to be honest, it's probably what, like, made me to, made me into someone who wanted to play more video games, in a sense. Like, like you might think it, it was linked to the Past, but even Ocarina of Time beats out Link to the Past in that sense, is that it just, it stuck with me. And it was a game I repeated I don't even know how many times. Yep. And I wouldn't say I put, like, more hours than I did in, in Warcraft. I know I put a lot of hours into Warcraft, but um, Ocarina of Time just—that's my—that's my childhood. That's you that. can always
2: go back and play it too. Like yeah, I, oh, I still I, have it. It's like, hey, want to play if, some? Ocarina if you can of see Time, here,
1: like... that's uh thats my original Nintendo 64 sitting right there.
0: I have not revisited Ocarina of Time in ten years, and I'm—I want to do it, but I'm getting kind of scared because like it's getting to the point where it's just <laughs> living in my memory and i don't want to ruin it. i don't know i'm getting scared to revisit ocarina of time because i'm afraid that i'm going to like see the flaws and faults and like see all the rough edges in that game
2: well especially now that's all you see in games apparently yeah, well, yeah that's the other thing, even your favorite like... games james uh,
0: i know yeah now i'm to... cuz like
2: tear it apart
0: i can't unsee all of the flaws in like all my favorite games so i'm afraid because, like, Ocarina of Time is still, like, perfect in my mind, and I don't want to, like, go back and be like, Ugh, actually, this game's kind of shitty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't think I, I... I could replay that game so much, yeah. and I don't think I would I ever get to that point. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I think I, it's I'm, it well. I'm,
0: sure, I'm sure it'll be fine, but I don't know. I'm worried about it for uh, stupid reasons. I don't know.
2: That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. Well, and my number one also will come as no shocker. Um, it is Shenmue 1. Um it is not really that influential of a game i would say for a lot of people or even for me as a gamer i don't really think so it was just it's just the right mix of everything i love it really just is it's like it's got your kung fu it's got your you know simulations of real life it's got your uh vengeance story and uh you know, cheesy action scenes. Uh, It's just, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic game. It was ahead of its time. Um, I would say, I will say one is specifically the one I'm choosing because two and three are not, I don't think, at the same level, you know. Um, But Shenmue 1 is totally worth playing. Just sucks that it's uh, such a cliffhanger. But All right, well, that's our, that's that is our
0: course. 50th fucking episode. Oh, oh shit. No, we got to endorse some stuff. Um, all right. I've been talking a lot. I'll go real quick and then I'll shut up. I am going to endorse uh, Taika Waititi's uh, 2019 film Jojo Rabbit. It is about a uh, a kid who is growing up in 1940s Germany who's uh, – this kid's a Nazi and his best friend is an imaginary Adolf Hitler who is played by Taika Waititi. Um, it is – As you would imagine from Taika Waititi, who directed Thor Ragnarok and What We Do in the Shadows, it's kind of humorous, but also kind of, uh, like, serious. It is a humorous movie that also communicates some, like, serious messages. Uh, It is very good. Jojo
2: Rabbit. Okay. Check that out. What do you got, Justin? Justin? Um
1: actually i'm gonna go back to something I mentioned earlier um something I started doing because it just brought back that nostalgic thing in me was listening to the world of warcraft like vanilla music so the way they they wrote that music is actually really like relaxing oh I
2: mm-hmm. love that it really love that so yeah, yeah. It just like I, like
1: I, the the Elwin forest is like very like kind of calming in a way, mm-hmm. and I found like one where they put like the the original like Water noises and like forest oh, yeah. noises on oh, it, and like I don't best. know, it's it just like I I felt I used like to
2: leave that game on and then just go to sleep just because it was the best thing to fall asleep to because yeah you know back then I could just, just like, AFK yeah I just leave it on and just like go to my like my dunk my dorm room bed or whatever and just like jump in I feel like all my endorsements have been music have <laughs> been something yeah, I find I'm, on YouTube
0: I'm not even a WoW fan but I like that soundtrack it's, yeah it's good. Very it's relaxed. just a good soundtrack. And the thing is, yeah, like, too, is. I
1: noticed the the sound bites sound a bit like the original Warcraft games too.
2: Yeah, they go for that um, sort of style.
1: Yeah, so it almost like kind of puts you a little bit more backwards into the nostalgia a little bit, hearing those like sound bites and stuff.
2: I think Blizzard has always spent a good amount of um, time and money into their uh, compositions. For yeah, their music and stuff. There's and one and thing Blizzard, Blizzard does right: It's music. That's true. That's true. Um, my endorsement, um, you guys can't really tell, but I'm sitting in a new chair. Hey. Uh, and I would recommend and I would endorse everyone getting a new chair. Uh, at least, this maybe is, not if you don't need one, but. This is
1: a new chair. I need a new chair. Yeah. Dude, this in this like time of, back in. it's like the
2: mesh back. We're still in quarantine uh, era. We're still where a lot of people are spending a lot of time at home. Um, I've been working from home full time now for like two months. And I'm sitting at this computer all day, and then I might get up every now and then, and then typically we'll come back to the PC to do some gaming or something at some point at night. And I was, you know, just had this chair that I just had for a while. It was peeling, it was no padding, no, um, like I was just sinking all the time. Every time you sat, I just sank all the way down. It was all, and I just never bought a new one. I just, you know, I'm gonna endorse, buy yourself a damn new chair. It's like not that expensive. It's really not that much effort to put together out of the box. And I'm like a thousand percent more comfortable. Um, so if you're like me and you're pro- just procrastinating on buying a new chair, just freaking buy a new chair.
0: Nice.
1: My, my last chair was practically like a circle on the bottom and then like the bars that went up and then a circle attached to those. Oh, yeah. So that was that extremely uncomfortable. So now I actually have this whole thing. Yeah. And it's got armrests that I can adjust. It's yeah, and it's just like it's reps, the standard. Man. It doesn't have to be like a full leather chair. It doesn't have to be a gamer sure. chair. This is like no. the one where most of the material is mesh. Yeah. And like the chair, it's a cushion bottom. A chair, yeah. yeah. Just get a full chair. That would be my right. recommendation. Is get a, get one that like actually like er- you're not. You don't feel like you're trying to balance yeah. your back on something. Yeah. Yeah. Like something's cradling you. <laughs>
0: The soft embrace of a new chair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh. Anything
2: else? Not for me.
0: All right. I don't think we really know what our next episode is going to be, but um, we'll we we'll, are hoping. I'm guessing this is going to be the new standard uh, of That's us doing easy. video chat. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I think this is this is going to work out. Um, So look forward to whatever our next episode is being in some sort of video form. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's an episode. Um, So for the Good Games Podcast, I'm James. I'm Leo.
1: (laughs) I'm Leo. (laughs) And I am Justin. All right. We'll
0: see you next time. See ya. Five zero. In, in terms of your point of it not being as influential, I, I I don't know about that because without Shenmue, I don't think we would have the Yakuza series. And oh, I am I'm so fucking hyped mm-hmm. for Yakuza Seven. I don't. <laughs> I, by the way, it's it's Yakuza Seven in Japan. I guess they're localizing it here as Yakuza Like a Dragon. I guess it's like a soft reboot of the Yakuza. Anyway, series, yeah. I, I don't idea. know if, if you've seen the trailer. <laughs> There's some. There they've
2: it taken looks- out redonkulous
0: they've taken out the uh brawler combat from yakuza and replaced it with turn-based rpg which like hey that's right up my alley perfect um and it looks fucking ridiculous i'm so excited for that i think
2: what i like about what that one looks like is not only is the fact that i might enjoy this combat system better um but also it seems less it seems to have less serious stuff and just more just pure ridiculousness
0: (laughs) there's a lot of goofy bullshit in that trailer
2: I I think I will like that more. Like I would rather have no serious parts because that's like it's like when I play Yakuza Zero, like I just want to play the serious parts. Like, but if you gave me a game that was pure ridiculousness, I might actually like that more than the jump and back and forth, you know?
0: I like that the new character, Ichiban, seems to be a middle ground between the like ultra serious no nonsense of Kiryu and the like insanity of majima he's like he's kind of a goofball and i think that's the correct uh personality for a protagonist in the yakuza universe because like kiryu always seems out of place for the universe uh, like kiryu the serious yeah. yakuza seems out of place in kamurocho at the setting of yes. those games because yeah. kamurocho is such a fucking wild goofy place And it's always, Kiryu is always playing the straight man to whatever bullshit is happening in those games. Anyway, I don't know how we got talking about Yakuza, but I'm really excited about, (laughs) I I guess because I brought it up. Because I'm I'm really excited
2: excited about about Shemu 8. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Basically,
0: yeah.